this is Scarlett's channel, and I'm going to be reading you lots of books. This channel is also called BookCat. Thank you for listening. I hope you like my book channel. You guys are so nice and so amazing. You are so beautiful, so handsome, and so brave. See you next time. Love you guys. Bye. And this is Scarlett's channel. Love you guys. Can't believe you're back. Guess what we are reading today? You guessed it. Confessions of a Nerdy Girl. Unlucky 13. Linda Ray. Dear M, have you ever had a question or a thought get stuck in your brain? I mean seriously stuck, like peanut butter on the roof of your mouth stuck, or gum on the bottom of your shoe stuck, or that gosh awful make it stop baby shark song that infiltrates every one of the 86 billion nerve cells in your brain until you want to tear the ears off your head to make it stop suck. Well, I've heard a question that decided to camp out in my brain for a while now. So I'm just going to bite the bullet, as my dad says, and ask, did you give me away when I was a baby because I was ugly or is it because I was, or was it because I was having a kid wasn't as fun as you thought it would be? Elevie, my adoptive sister, thinks you gave me away because of how hideous I was, but I don't, I don't know if I believe that. I've seen plenty of ugly babies out in public with their moms, and the moms seem to go with all, to go all gaga crazy over them as if they were the cutest kids on the entire planet. I think whoever said love is blind was onto something. I have a feeling that if you love someone or something like your dog or cat or pet tranquilla, or whatever your or whatever your deal is that even if you aren't cute by totally standard it's more about the feelings you have for them than what they look like because let's get real if you're going on looks alone how can anyone love snakes or spiders if you gave me away because how i looked was it because you if you gave me away because of how I looked, was it because you couldn't afford to fix my cleft lip? I apologize if talking about money closes a boundary. My dad, yes, I know. Technically, he's my adopted dad, but he sure feels real to me. Says that it's rude to discuss money, religion, or politics with someone unless you know them really well. and. Eat and even them. It's dignity. I don't know about how much the operation costs to correct a cleft lip or plate, but I bet it costs a lot. The surgery is called Cleopatry, and according to my dad, it's pretty common. My dad ex with my surgery before he was my dad back when he was just dr ted the dentist who came to our orphanage every few months to check out our teeth not to gross you out or anything but here's how they do surgery first the surgical team makes an incision on each side of the split 
on the lip of the cleft. And it's called to create two flaps. Next, they pull the sides together, so the left shut, so the cleft shut, and the viola. No more cleft. It leaves a scar, but mine isn't bad. Mine isn't as bad now as it was a few years ago. And my dad says it will continue to fade as I get older. My dad also says I can thank the state of Illinois for my surgeries because it was done while I lived at the, while I still lived in the orphanage. So I didn't get a bill or anything in case you were wondering. And I gotta say, now that I'm older, I really appreciate what a gift the surgery was for helping me improve my looks. That, not that, not that I'm some totally hot babe, but I look way better. I'm even tempted to send the governor, governor of Illinois a long overdue thank you card. Would that be weird? According to Olivia, on the scale of 1 to 10, I'm like 2.5 to 75 max. Personally, I think I'm at least 3 if I can factor in my quick wit and the large demeanor size of bubble gum, of my bubblegum bubbles. That has to account for something, right? Oh, gotta go. It's father-daughter night, and my dad is taking me out for ice cream. I love me some rocky road. Until next time, Willa. Hello. Today, I'm Scarlett, and welcome to Scarlett's channel. Today, we are going to be reading Confessions of a Nerdy Girl on Lucky 13, Linda Ray. So let's get started. Dear M, I think I need to explain to you the family dynamics of an adoptive family, the Shisbees. And I promise this is not meant to make you feel bad about, I mean, leaving me one year and one day after my birth. First, there's my dad, Theodore, but everyone calls him Ted. He's super easygoing, and I know he loves me. Then there's Danny, my adoptive mom, who I have to call mom to her face. Some unwritten adoption rule, I think, but who will never be more to me than the woman who is married to my dad? For reasons, I'll explain it in a bit. And like my dad, who hugs me and shows me affection, Dane, Danny is super, I don't know, distant and guess, I guess is how I describe her, not to everyone though. That's just how she acts towards me. The other people she puts on her precious, dearest, darling, personal, when she's some fading movie star from the 1950s. Next in the lineup is Olivia. They're lone, freakishly beautiful, and as dumb as a box of rocks daughter. I know that the last part sounds mean and super judgy, but even Olivia acknowledges her several humiliations. As Olivia says, if one can choose to be dumb, pretty, and blonde over smart, 
Homely, and Mousely, one should choose option A. Because according to Olivia, it's a scientific fact that blondes have more fun. See what I mean? The girl is clueless. Less, last in the Shisby family lineup is me. The adopted kid, disorganized with rare memory condition, highly super-ivised hypocritical memory, or HSAM for short, that allows me to recall with computer accuracy every day of my crummy life since the day you last saw me. According to the doctors, I'm thir the 13th documented case in the entire world. Yay me, not. That just makes me unlucky 13. Whatever I am, it's not enough for Danny to love me as Olivia continues to remind me on a weekly basis. As if what Olivia says is true, Danielle recently called the orphanage almost eight years after the fact to ask her about their return policy. Bummer, said Olivia. Olivia said, at all sales at place are final. Sometimes I hear my dad and Danny, Danielle, arguing about me. Let me say for the record that my dad is Team Willa all the way. The first time I heard my dad and Danielle argue about me, I got in up to go pee in the night and I heard my name, so I stood on the other side of the door to listen. It was Wednesday night, six months after I came to live with the Shisbees. My dad and Danielle were in their bedroom, and my dad sounded mad, asking Danielle why she never kisses me goodnight like she does Olivia each night. I can't seem to warm up to her. Ted, I heard Danielle say, I want to, but I can't. She's just so... It took a few seconds for Danielle to find the right word than she did. The word was odd. Danielle, my new mom, called me odd. Even though I forgot I fought against team them, tears filled my eyes and trickled down my cheeks. That child is just so odd, Danielle said again. Just in my case, my dad hadn't heard her the first time. Then I heard Danielle see the say she would never have agreed to adoption if my dad hadn't taken her to see the musical Annie for their wedding anniversary just before she, he asked her to agree on to the adoption. Danielle told my dad she got swept up into the moment thinking of all those precious raggedy orphans washing dirty dishes while singing their little hearts out, her words. The night after I listened to them talk about me, and I cried for hours. I came up with a plan to get Danielle to like me. I found a teetered, flattened, finial nightgown of Olivia's in the rag drawer in the garage. And after dinner, I shrugged it on over my clothes and came to the kitchen, belting on my best religion, re-edition of It's a Hard Not Life while clearing the dirty dishes from the table, Danielle wasn't impressed. In fact, she seemed mad and she told me to stop acting silly. I must have made an impression on my dad though because he started crying, not because he was sad, just because 
He was laughing so hard. He just about fell off his chair. So even though I consider my dad, my dad and my father, sorry, but I do. Danielle will never be more than Olivia's mom or the woman married to my dad. I'm going to sign off for now. I'm feeling sad and also a little sorry for myself. And I don't want to be a downer. Willa. Thank you for listening. This was Scarlet's channel, also known as Book Cat. See you next time. Bye. Hello, I am Scarlet, and today we are going to be reading Stranger Things, The Other Side by Poser Mayoranto and others by Doc Dark Horse. And welcome to Scarlet's channel, also known as Book Cat. Hope you're enjoying. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, go check it out on Netflix. Minutes ago, Will Byers was playing with a game with his friends. Slam! There were a party of adventurers traveling the land in search for the glory and treasure, facing down the most deadly of the most deadly of the monsters lurking in the dark. But now, Will Byers is alone. The darkness looms. And suddenly, somehow the monsters are real. In the world of the game, Will the Wise called upon the arcane arts in his battle against evil. It wasn't enough to save him. Where is it? What is it? So intent on the fearsome monster at his heels, Will Byers never realized. Teeth and claws weren't the only dangers that he faced. Cast a protection spell. The monsters looming over the boy is a strange echo of the story that played out a short time ago. Fireball him, Casper's protection. In the real world, Will doesn't have a choice for spells. Fireball! The question of whether this is the real world or not remains. Protection. Will, but answers are for later. In this moment, all he can do is act. Bam! Firewall. It's gone, but did I actually hurt it or did I just scare it off? I think I can smell it. It's like rotting, something rotten. Wherever I went, I don't think the shed is safe. Made it. Lights aren't working. That flash that flash before did a circus blow. Mom, Jonathan, Mom just, Mom must be working late again, and Jonathan probably took his camera out. Whatever's going on, they'll know what to do. 
when they get home. Click. You'll find me. As he waits, the internal for the chase drains away. He may not yet be safe, but for now, at least he rests. Jesus, man, the dice hate you. This sucks. Our magic user is so weak. We're going to die. We're going to die so fast. Maybe he should have picked a different class. Anything in the rules about re-rolling when making characters? No fate. No, fate has already spoken. The party has been gathered. No re-rolls. You two act like the dice gave you so much more power than him. You're both still level one, easy prey. And if something eats you, don't blame Will the Wise. It isn't a contest to see which of you is the strongest or can get the most kills. You live as a party or you die alone. The only way you survive and level up is together. Ah, well, fell asleep, but it's still dark out, and it smells. It and it still smells terrible. For the first time, Will realized. Will really sees through the strangeness that surrounded him. It's not that his home had been infected by something. Hello, anybody? Anybody here? That's, it's that he was never actually home at all. <clears throat> the first truth he learned about adventuring still stands. The party that fights together survives together. Spe spelling the party can have destroyers and consequences. After all, on their own, adventure is the easiest prey there has to be a way back click click the flashlight doesn't work either it's like this whole place hates light the last place i saw anyone was on murk mud will the wise would know what to do he'd cast a magic or a wizard eye to find the way out of here if he hadn't already died then he sees it, the first hints of light in this place, like a memory hitched into the dark. And the light comes voices sounding from the speakers, sounding from speakers too distant to see among the trees, and yet not. Will, Will Byers, are you Will? He hello? If anyone is in need, searching for him, it isn't in strange shadow of the Mirkwood. But then, over there, hello, hello, is somebody later when he hears a story from his friends on the other side, he will better understand what he sees. But trapped in the in ingerness of the woods, he isn't sure if the aspiration that stands before him is human. He's not sure if it's really there. 
in the campaigns, Mike, the dungeon master, often plays characters the party in carriage, carriages on the their journey. Spit of the wood, I have spirit of the wood. I have been led astray. Do you know the path back to my companions? Figures to set them on their next quest or to often the information they retire someone to light the way. Brave Traver, Traver, the Merklemud is no place for you. Let me be your guide too. However, as Will has already learned, this is hardly a game. He hello? No wait, please. His all too brief hope fades away, save one small kernel. She saw him. Someone saw him. Someone is looking for him. Will Byers. Will, where are you? I'm here. I'm right here. But how to reach them is another question internally. Will, 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 whatever the answer, whatever the answer is, he knows it won't be found on Markwood. I wonder, hello, can anyone hear me? Just because it all worked in a movie doesn't mean it will work here, moron. But I do know how to talk to people out there. It's been years since Will feared what might be lurking under his bed, but here, now, here, now, those nightmares are brought into sharp relief, carved into his brain as if they were never really left. Yes! Hello, this is Will Byers. Can anyone hear me? He listens for the comforting voices of his friends, as he has done so often in the dark of night. The voices that manage to crack the through isn't what he expects, but it is one he knows perhaps better than any other. Her, who is this? Mom, Mom, it's Shark. But yet again, that faint glimpse of hope he had turns upside down. Will, Will. That was it for this episode of Stranger Things. The other side, thank you for listening about Book Cat. See you next time. Love all you guys. Bye. How you doing? Hi. So today we are going to be doing something really cool. Okay. What is it? Well, you know I love Stranger Things, right? Of course I do. I love it too. Okay. 
So, I know we both kind of like scary things. So, we are going to be talking about, well, Coraline. You know, when the, the other mother... The other, other mother, mother makes her a welcome home sign. Okay, okay? so, so we'll, we'll get this starting. So, what we are doing is, let me see this. Okay. Yes, I am really excited. I can't wait. I can't believe we're doing this today. Yes, this is really cool. Okay, so remember in Coraline, the Welcome Home Cake features a double loop on the O in Home. Oh my gosh, I saw that and I thought that was something strange. Okay, so I'm about to tell you what it means. According to Geography, a double loop on a lowercase o means that the person who wrote it is lying. There is only one double loop, meaning she is welcome, but she is not home. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. I thought there was something weird like that. And yeah, I was right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Can't wait for you to come soon. Bye. Love you guys. Um, so we have a new person. This is Cat Lover. And so we are going to be reading, well, we're going to be discussing about some stuff. So, um, I don't know what we're about, but yeah, let's get it. So, who are you, cat lover? say my name so I just won't thank you for having me but I really like this channel so that's why it came on so <laughs> that's so nice um how did you like my channel like what do you like about my channel well I, oh, well, I love this channel because I love the nerdy girl books. Yes, 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 yes. I love them, them too. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Of course. And I really like 
Stranger Things. And so, you know. <laughs> just, yep. Well, thank you for having me, Scarlett. Can't wait to see you soon. Thank you, Cat Lover, for coming on. We loved why you like our channel. See you next time, guys. Love you all. Bye. So we are going to be inviting more people. Mama. Okay. Now I'm going to text her so I can, she can join it. Join it. Yay! Okay. So now, while we're waiting, sorry for that loudness. Um, but thank you, um, <laughs> for waiting. And, you know, yep. We're just going to wait until she joins. <laughs> so, Cat Lover, what do you have to say about, well, anything? Mm, uh, mommy. Mommy, can you talk into this? You're... Just talk into it. You, no one can see, okay? Just Hi. hold it. Just hold it. No, I, I can't. Please. Please. Please, Mommy. What are you doing? Can you hear it? No, sorry. What? Here. I have okay. No. Well, that was it for our talking about my channel. Thank you for coming. See you next time. Love you. Hey, first in math. First in math. I'm gonna log. I'm gonna come over and chat. Username. I'm gonna I know. Okay, I know. Okay. My username. Oh, I can't tell you. I know it all. Don't yawn over me. Oh, look at what Senor's doing. He's gonna get into your dishes. Senor. No, come on, just focus.
Okay. What? Giant 85PA. What? Wow, you forget it because you haven't been on it so long. No, it, it's this. Giant. Oh, I know what it is. 80, giant 85 p There we go. Now go in here. 15 minutes. Start. And start. Okay. Answer to our never ending story. One-fourth plus five-fourths is six-fourths. Do, 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 uh, uh. So I'm going to measure, I'm going to do mixed. Equal line. 10 inches, 1 feet, 2 inches, 25.4 centimeters, or 41 centimeters and 18 centimeters. Okay. I got it. Ah. Oh. 1 inch equals 2.5 centimeters. <laughs> yeah, this is so. Which rack rank rectangle shows twelve squares? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Choice C. Which rectangle is divided into four rows and three columns? Hmm. Four rows. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Oh, no. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Whee! Uh, Which rectangle is divided into two rows and four columns? Two rows, see? No. <laughs> two rows. Row, 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 uh, uh, uh. One, two, three, four, five. 
Yay, I got a ride. I got a ride. Yeah, I got a ride. I got a ride. Mm -mm, got a ride. Mm -mm, got a ride. Mm -mm, got a No one shall. Three. You rule. Okay. Which item is would likely weigh about 15 ounces? <coughs> a basketball? A teenage girl? A horse? Or a microwave oven? Um, one pound. Ooh, 16 ounces. Loaf of bread weighs a pound. Oh, this is hard. I'm saying a basketball. Yes, I got it right. What would you be? What would you likely be doing around 1:30 p.m. Studying at school, eating dinner, eating breakfast, sleeping at night. I'm saying studying at school. Yeah, he was right. If it takes Five minutes to complete a worksheet. How many worksheets can you complete in half of an hour? Let's just say six. Correct. Do the multiplication in your heads. Okay, next round. No one show three. Get a clue. Look at the following sequence of numbers. 932, 853, 7. Yeah, this is too hard. Okay, we're going to go home. And then... Going to do this. And when, what, and how. No one showed three. Yaki yak. Yakety yak. The foundation hill box com company made 70 boxes in seven days. And an equal number of boxes are made each day. How many boxes are made in a day? So easy. What's 10 plus 10? 20. What's 20 plus 20? 40. What's 40 plus 40? 80. What's 80 plus, I mean, minus 10? 70. So 7 plus 10, I mean, 7 plus, no, 7 times 10 is 70. That's how you figure that out. Sam and John each ate eight cookies. Trina ate six cookies. Which process could they use to find out the total number of cookies they ate? Multiply eight by six and add two. Mm -mm. Add six and eight. Mm, yeah. No. But John and Sam ate eight cookies. Blank. Two people. Oh. Oh. Yaki, 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 about how many more cans need to be collected to reach the goal of 1,200 cans. First.